What's up, Light Leader, and welcome to the Light Leadership Podcast. Jackie here, head coach and founder of Light Leadership, a place for leaders here to expand. I'm a master mindset coach, energy embodiment specialist, money mindset and manifestation diehard, and multiple six-figure spiritual entrepreneur here to help fellow lightworkers step into, embody, and experience their ultimate lives. You being here now tells me that you are hungry for more and you're ready to learn the tools, tips, strategies, and insights to create your ultimate life by design. So let's get started. What is up, Light Leader? Hello, and thank you for joining me once more in this fantastical space. I'm so freaking amped to have a chat with you guys about, again, one of the things that is most requested for me to talk about. And quite honestly, it's probably one of the first things that I kind of guide anybody with when they come to work with me. And also probably one of the first questions that I ask people at any kind of event or retreat or workshop is like, yo, do you have your daily activation, which is my word for a morning ritual, downpacked? And if you do, are you sticking to it, right? So we're going to go super deep on this today, fam. So if you are hanging out here in the hopes that you are going to get some epic insights, some amazing tips, and some really valuable take-home info around creating a morning ritual, then stick around, fam. And this is specifically for those go-getters out there who are not just kind of content with like a whatever life, but people who are fucking activated and people who are action takers, people who are ambitious, people who are here to change the freaking world by changing themselves first and by truly embodying what it means to be a leader. So all of the tips that I'm going to share today, fam, and all of the, you know, stories and all the fun little tangents that we go on are specifically for those people who you know, really resonate with this, who are not afraid of the commitment, who are not afraid of actually doing what it takes. Because so often we have these massive desires, but we're so scared or too freaking lazy. And I say that with like a wink because laziness is actually just a symptom. It's not it's not a problem. It's it's actually a procrastination symptom, right? So, you know, whatever, like maybe too lazy, quote unquote, to actually do a morning ritual. Because Again, we want all of these really big things from the universe and we are consistently and constantly putting out our desires and, you know, choosing things from the universal catalog that we would love to have appear in our magical life. But more often than not, we actually aren't even sticking to the basic commitment. And the way that I see it, fam, like, let's just get right into this. If you can't stick to a commitment like this for yourself, why would you expect the world to treat you any differently? Okay, so... Let's start by really breaking down why you actually need a morning ritual in your life or a daily activation. I personally, let me just say, call it a daily activation because, I don't know, for me, morning ritual sounds like almost, and I know that this is fucking funny coming from someone who is like a literal woo-guided person, but morning ritual sounds a little too kind of feminine for me, maybe a little too, not that I associate, just FYI before anyone like jumps down my throat, (laughs) not that I associate femininity with flimsiness at all, but for me personally, like I need fucking activation. I need to feel fired up. And for me, the words morning ritual don't, they don't really fire me up in the same way as daily activation, like boom, things are getting turned on up in here. So that's why I call it a daily activation. And also because 
the way that I do my daily activation is a very activating practice. It's not just to sit down and meditate and tune inwards. Like it's a very activating practice and I'll share why in a moment. But also lastly, I call it a daily activation because it is every single day that I do this, right? Without fail, unless like I'm deathly sick or on the odd chance that I have a horrible hangover or something, which is very rare, but you know, it does happen. <laughs> but the reason as well why, why it is called a daily activation as opposed to a morning activation is because a lot of the clients that I work with and a lot of the students that are in my programs are mums or people with like, for example, you know, jobs that require them to start at like, I don't know, 4am or something, right? Or again, mums or dads who have a very different schedule than, you know, this childless human over here for the time being. And so it's something that I kind of wanted to address right from the beginning is that, a morning ritual or a morning routine is very kind of centered around your morning. And there, there is obviously massive importance and massive benefits to doing it first thing in the morning, which I'll go through and why I do recommend doing that. But fam, if you are not doing a daily ritual, daily activation or a daily routine, whatever, because you can't find the time in the morning, that is not a good enough excuse to be using because you can do this daily activation at any time whatsoever throughout the day. So don't worry if you don't have time in the morning. Don't worry if you don't get it done the moment you wake up. Just make sure that you actually do commit to getting it done because doing it at some time during your day is better than not doing it at all. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. All right. So why do we have a daily activation? What is the point of it? Why is it one of the first things that any kind of personal development, spiritual development, blah, blah, development person will, rec- person will recommend that you do? Well, here's my two cents in this. I understand deeply, and I mean deeply, that the moment we go to sleep at night, fam, our vibrational slate is wiped clean. It's like someone takes a sprain wipe and a little cloth and scrubs all of the debris from the day before off. And it's kind of, I suppose, like in my mind, you know, if I feel into this, it feels like when we sleep at night, we detach from this reality and we go off and we adventure. And if you're anything like me, you have the craziest dreams. You have dreams about moving things with your mind and, you know, traveling between dimensions and meeting different star people and aliens and all sorts of things, right? And so, my sort of belief is like when our soul or our consciousness partly detaches from this reality, that's when, you know, maybe when we re-enter or maybe while we're out of it, it's kind of like the, yeah, like the vibrational slate is just wiped clean. So the moment you open your eyes, you literally get to decide what kind of day you're going to have. And there's a lot of different, and I say studies loosely because I don't really know how you could study this, but there's a lot of different quote-unquote studies that say a lot of different times, but the, the kind of mostly agreed upon time frame is that from the moment you open your eyes, within about five seconds, you can actually create and attune to the vibrational frequency that you desire for that day. Now, the problem is that a lot of people just wake up and they're like, YOLO, fucking late for work, let me slam off the alarm, got to go and get some coffee so that I can wake up properly, you know, and while I do that or while I go for a poo, I'm just going to sit on my phone and I'm going to scroll through Facebook and I'm going to see Karen and her new husband and how they're traveling first class and I'll fuck, she's just popped out her third baby 
and look at their body and what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm a piece of crap, (laughs) right? And that kind of morning ritual, because that in itself is a morning ritual, that kind of morning ritual right there sets the tone for a disgusting day because you are already attuning to the frequency of comparison. You're already attuning to the frequency of what other people are doing. You're already attuning to the frequency of fear and of scarcity and of lack and of not enoughness within your own being and within your own right. And so the first thing that I want to get across here, fam, is that whatever you do, please, for the love of Gus, hashtag that means God, universe, spirit, for the love of Gus, put your phone down in the morning. For the love of Gus, do not pick up your phone the moment that you open your eyes. And I might sound like a preachy panda over here, but honestly, this made such a big difference in my life and in the lives of so many of my clients and students that I will 100% continue to preach this until the day that I permanently skip dimensions, okay? So why we do this again, guys, like just kind of maybe more in an energetic kind of space is that our phones and social media are vortexes, right? They're like portals. And I truly can feel the difference within myself when I don't have my phone first thing in the morning and when I do. And right now, guys, like I'll be very honest and I'll tell you that my phone is turned off from about 7 p.m. at night till at least 8.30 in the morning the next day. So that's over 12 hours that I'm not actually with my phone. And yeah, for sure, like eight of those are sleeping, but well, seven to eight of those are sleeping, but for the rest, I'm nowhere near it. And I'm not tuning into what anybody else is doing because I come first and you guys should feel the same way about yourselves, right? Like why are we so quick to try and distract ourselves with what other people are doing when we check on social media, when we know how crappy it makes us feel, right? Like what about instead taking those 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes that you mindlessly scroll and pouring them into the relationship that matters most and that is the one with yourself, Okay, so whatever you're doing, fam, whether you've got a morning ritual or not already, I'm here to call loving bullshit and ask you to check yourself before you wreck yourself by checking your phone first thing in the morning. So what Tom and I do to avoid this completely is we actually have um, our alarm out in a different room because, yeah, I know, I totally get it. Like, we're all modern people, so we all kind of, you know, probably have our alarms on our phones. But what Tom and I do is we have our phones out in the lounge. And so when his alarm goes off in the morning, which is at half past five on Monday to Friday, what happens is one of us will jump out of bed and go turn it off, right? But the magic or the key here is that we actually, as I say, turn our phones off and we like Tom's got a really cool phone that you can turn it off and then it turns itself on when the alarm comes on. Like that's, that's magic. Like, wow, AI, that's so smart. Um, but for me, what I do is I just turn my phone on airplane mode at 7 p.m. So that means I get no notifications. I'm connected to no network. I'm connected to no internet. I don't see anything on Instagram. I don't see anything on Facebook. I'm uncontactable. And that is because the first two hours of my day from the moment I open my eyes or even maybe the first three hours, really, that's, that's for me. And I'm selfish in that because I know that I am only able to serve my community and I'm only able to serve you and I'm only able to help everybody else who who is in my space if I fill my own cup first. And not not even if I just fill it, but if I overflow that motherfucker, right? Because 
that's where we can serve from best is that overflow. So if I'm not attuning myself to my best vibration, how the F can I ever anticipate or or have access to helping you attune to your best one, right? So it's also about embodying what I teach because I can't preach about morning rituals and then not do it myself. I can't, you know, teach you guys all of this magic and tell you about all of the great results that you can have if I'm not actually doing this myself. So I am hands down a freaking I don't even know. I'm like obsessed with doing my morning rituals. I don't care where I am. I don't care who I'm with. My morning rituals, my daily activations, they come first, right? Like I'll, I'll even take my, my notebook, my journal and some crystals and stuff out to like hens weekends and you know, hens in New Zealand. Oh my God, this bird just like flew up and flew down. That was amazing. Weird. Cause I just said hens as well. Anyway, Hens weekend is like a bachelorette weekend where you go away. Like I will take my freaking notebook with me. I'm going on a big birthday celebration at the end of this month. And, you know, birthday celebration is said with like a wink because my birthday was back in April and it's actually a combined birthday with one of my high school best friends who's also called Jackie. Her 30th was in February, but because of lockdown, we've had to push it out so far. And that's going down at the end of this month. It's like a three-day getaway with a whole bunch of our closest friends. It's going to be so much fun. But you know damn straight that the first thing I'm packing is my journal because I don't care how late we stay up the night before. I cannot get into my best zone unless I'm actually committing to myself day in and day out. And I do hope and pray that you guys embody that too. You know, we're so quick to just give up our time to help other people and, you know, move our schedules around to fit in with everybody else and to people please and to, you know, do all the things for everybody else. But when is the last time you actually committed to you? So, A daily activation is not just about like manifesting your desires and getting into the frequency where you're willing and open and ready to receive. It's actually about proving to yourself that you're fucking worth it, that you can carve out 10, 20, 15, however long, many minutes for yourself, okay, above and beyond what everybody else is asking for you. Because again, you need to value yourself in the way that you want the universe to value you. You have got to show yourself who comes first in the way that you want the world to show you too. So let's get into it. At the moment, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run you guys through my daily activation. Now, like I say, the first two to three hours are my freaking time, you guys. Like, don't fuck with me in that time. <laughs> and so what I do at the moment, and, and I would like to just take this opportunity just to let you guys know that my daily activation has changed heaps from when I first started doing it to, you know, three years ago to two years ago to a year and a half to, you know, three months ago, whatever. It changes as much as I do and it evolves as much as I do. So please don't get like, you know, deeply attached to your to your current morning ritual or daily activation because it will change, homie, and that's okay because as you grow and develop and you learn new things and you kind of get over other things, you'll you'll feel that desire to upgrade it. So hopefully you guys will be able to learn a little bit from me sharing mine and, you know, borrow any parts of it that you love, but just make sure that you you tag me when you're doing it because I'd love to freaking celebrate with you. It is my... Uh, or rather it brings me the greatest joy to see you guys actually implementing, you know, what I teach and being able to to really be a part of that journey is so exciting to me. So my current daily activation looks like this. We have our alarm at 5.30. On a good day, we get straight out of bed with like a, a, a like probably a three second smooch. 
you know, because I'm not going to lie. I've said this before and Tom always teases me about this and we, we always joke about it when we're, you know, presenting things together or whatever that like I'm a snuggler in the morning. Like it makes me feel really good and I feel like I can start my day in a better way if I have a snuggle, right? Come on, you guys are with me on this. Meanwhile, Tom's like a Tony Robbins. He's like, you know, alarm off, get out of bed, on my missions, off we go. So so on a good day, we're out of bed in about three seconds. On a not so good day, probably about a minute it takes us to get out of bed. On the weekends, we're a bit more flexible. Like our bodies are really trained because we do take fucking good care of them and we make sure that we you know implement nightly rituals and nightly routines which maybe I can do another podcast episode on if you guys want to know about about you know the importance of nightly rituals and routines and how to actually do those in a way that supports you let me know send me a message on IG let me know like pause this right now go to your inbox say Jackie I want the nightly whatever one and I'll, I'll hook it up for you so Anyway, on the weekends, we're a bit more flexible, but like I was saying, our bodies are are pretty trained to wake up between sort of five and half past five. So we normally just let ourselves wake up. Whoever wakes up first goes to like open up the curtains in our room to, you know, kind of just allow some of the natural darkness in. And and it's the most beautiful thing, you know, we'll, yeah, open up all the curtains uh, where we're staying right now. Our bed faces a big window and there's like a huge glass door right next to it as well. So when we open up the curtains, we can see the whole night sky, which is just freaking amazing. And then we'll turn on like whoever, again, whoever's up first, we'll turn on our rock lamps. We've each got one next to our bed he's got a sun I've got a moon we'll turn those on just like a little bit uh, to just kind of get a little beautiful natural glow and we'll just literally lie there and on weekends and just like snuggle and sleep in as much as we want but our bodies are so used to getting up that that normally is only for about an hour max right and of course like I don't even need to say this guys but things get physical right not just on weekends, but mostly on weekends in the morning because hashtag we got a bit more time before our days start. But, you know, that's a great part of my weekend daily activation. Like, I'm not going to lie. So anyway, where was I? Daily activations. So on, let's, I'm, I'm going to basically just give you guys, yeah, the, the weekday rundown because as I say, the weekends are a little bit more flexible and we normally do like a lot of our daily activations together on the weekends. Cute as fuck, eh? I'm just having a moment right now where I'm like remembering back to when I broke up from my last relationship and I just wrote down this huge list of shit that I'm never going to settle again for and how the, how my next relationship was just going to be everything that I'd ever desired. I had like a page long of things that I requested to be in my next relationship and having a guy like Tom, oh my God, every fucking one of those are ticked. And I just, yeah, I'm just feeling really grateful right now that I have a partner in my life who actually wants to do daily activations with me and who loves them as much as I do and who thrives off personal spiritual development as much as I do and that we get to bond over these things and he knows what I'm talking about, you know? And I should totally do a whole podcast on all this stuff as well. But anyway, so up at 5.30, I put pants on straight away. Uh, yeah, pants and like a hoodie on. I'll do some stretches. I'm working on actually rounding my back at the moment a little bit because I have quite a flat lower back. So I'll do a couple of stretches that my chiropractor gave me. Um, We're not super, super talkative when we first wake up. Like we're both very inward. You know, we'll obviously say good morning and that we love each other and kiss and whatever, but but we pretty much stay in our own kind of little bubbles. Tom will go for a walk straight away. So he's out the door for about probably 20 minutes. And then um, as he's kind of coming back and I finish my stretches, then I'll 
pop out the door and I'll drive down to Wellington Waterfront, which is maybe about a seven minute drive from where we are. And I do have my phone with me, but it's on airplane mode still. So what I'll do when I get to the waterfront, so it's still pitch dark, it's probably about 10 to 6 in the morning. It's often cold and windy. We're getting into summer now, so it's not too bad lately, but I don't use the weather as an excuse, right? Because I'm fucking stronger than anything out there. And my mindset is bulletproof and we can all be this way, fam, right? Like it just takes practice. There are there definitely are days where I wish I could stay in bed and there's days where I wish that I could just continue to sleep and just whatever and it's cold and I'm just going to stay here. But if I was to do that, would I ever become the version of me that I'm dreaming of? No fucking way. Does the best-selling author who travels the world and teaches all of these incredible workshops and live events and, you know, has this amazing retreat center and farm and all of these things, like, does she stay in because it's cold outside? No way, right? Like, no way. Anyway, so down at the waterfront, I choose a podcast that I've already pre-downloaded. So I make sure that I kind of just like bulk download things. If I find a podcast I'm really into, I'll just download a whole bunch of episodes so that when I get to the waterfront for my walk, they're all backed up and ready to go. And I can just choose whichever one I feel like. So I'll either listen to a podcast or I'll listen to mind food. Um, so some sort of like audio book, uh, at the moment I am loving the secrets of a millionaire mind. Well, this is like the, I don't even know, like the second or third time I'm I'm reading it slash listening to it. But I have a whole mix of audiobooks on my um, Audible, like everything from Tony Robbins to Gabby Bernstein to Sherlock Holmes to, yeah, T. Harv F. Ecker to Rich Dad to Poor Dad to uh, Abraham Hicks to The Ra Contract, just so many different things. But yeah, at the moment it's been T. Harv Ecker or it's been the Manifestation Babe podcast because I fucking love her. And so, yeah, anyway, I'll plug those into my ears. Off I will go. And I walk for two and a half kilometers one way, listening to mind food. So really kind of, you know, getting myself into the business, personal, spiritual mindset development space, activating my own excitement, activating my own visions, you know, and really just getting advice and insight from the world's best because we are so lucky to have access through things like podcasts to really get inside people's brains, right? Like you guys are right now with me. So I'll walk two and a half kilometers listening to mind food. What I'll do as well sometimes is if there's something really poignant or something that really hits home for me, I'll grab out my phone and I will write in the notes section, like just a little note and kind of what resonated for me because it's really good to journal on stuff like that, that really hits home or resonates. And then what I'll do is I'll hit the two and a half K mark and then I'll turn around. But this time what I do is I put on some high vibe as fuck music. Like I have different songs for different things that I'm manifesting. And as I'm walking, I am embodying the fuck out of the version of me that I'm becoming. So I'll think about, you know, the best-selling book that that's out there for me. I'll think about, you know, being on stage with a crowd of a thousand people in front of me. I'll think of, you know, a bazillion sold-out retreats and workshops and ceremonial circles and all things. And I have, yeah, like a different song for all of those. I have a different song for money attraction and being a money magnet. I have got a different song for like Tom and my future. There's just, yeah, there's so many different ways you can do it, but I just love having a high vibe playlist that really gets my, my visualization juices going and I'll play that and I will walk for two and a half kilometers as if I am the version of me. So I literally, it's like a manifesting walk. It's like a quantum walk. So 
literally, I've said walk like a million times, walk, walk, walk. It's a weird word, isn't it? Walk. Yeah. Just literally walking as if I am that next version of me. And it's so funny to see the, the difference in my body and the vibrational bubble that I give off as well. Because when I'm walking up and it's that two and a half kilometers listening to mindset food, I'm, I'm normally looking down and I'm kind of looking around and whatever, you know, but I'm probably a little bit uh, you guys can't see me right now, but like my shoulders are a bit hunched because I'm very inwardly focused. But then on the way back, when I'm doing my manifesting and my visioning and my embodiment, P.S. Visioning is visualization with emotion, right? Because you can't just visualize things without emotion. You might as well just be like reading a book you can't understand because it is the emotion that activates your desires and it's your emotion that activates your manifesting magnet. So on the way back, I'm jamming out some high vibe tunes. Yeah, totally just visioning myself as the next level version of me for another two and a half kilometers. So every day I'll generally walk between four and a half to five kilometers. This takes me anywhere from like 40 minutes to an hour, depending on how many times I stop to like embody, you know, an epic frequency I've just hit. Or, you know, there's this there's this old man that I've been watching for the last couple of months on the waterfront. And every single morning without fail, you guys, he is out there taking photos of the sun, sunrise. And I've walked past him so many times just thinking, wow, how inspiring he is and just how beautiful that is to see. And and two days ago, I actually thought, fuck it, why, why do I just keep walk, walking past him and thinking this? And so I actually went up to him and I was like, hey, I just want to tell you, like, I've been walking past you the past couple of months and it's just so beautiful and inspiring to see you out here every single morning without fail taking photos you know and turns out he's 91 years old you guys and you know he's got a walking stick but he's out there if old papa is out there at 91 years old on a cold and blistery day to take photos of the freaking sunrise what is your excuse and I say that with love but genuinely what is your excuse right? So depending on how long I stop and talk to him for, it's normally between 40 minutes and an hour that I'm out there. So then I'll come home. This is, you know, probably around 7am now. And I will normally uh, either, depending on if Tom's in the shower or not, like he does his walk and then he comes back and he does sort of 20 to 25 minutes of yoga. So he, yeah, if he's not in the shower, then I'll jump into the shower. Normally I'll get myself ready for the day. I'm still in my vision. Most of the time I will do affirmations in the shower my favorite one at the moment, I think I've shared this before, is I have everything that I require to be, do, and have all that I desire. I love that one. Um, sometimes I haven't really done this that much lately, but sometimes what I'll do is have a cold shower. So Tom actually has like entire cold showers, but I just normally have the last sort of 30 seconds as a cold shower. And during that time, I'm like really embodying again the fuck out of my next level vision because I just feel like that sudden shock to the body kind of catapults me out of whatever frequency I'm in and into a super, super high one where I'm like in different realms. And then I kind of bring that energy back into my body from the cold shower. Um, and then I'll come out, I'll grab my journal. And then what I journal about by this time, Tom's kind of getting our organic coffee on. We do it real old school. Like everything is a ritual with us. So we make it through a Turkish press thing. Um, and we've got this super special way of making like a bulletproof coffee. The girls who were all just at my spiritual CEO breakthrough weekend recently just got to try this for themselves. But yeah, it's like, it's super, super yum. Anyways, that takes about 20 minutes to make all up. So the coffee's normally on by this point. So I grab out my journal and I just start writing. Now, it really differs, guys, around what I write, to be honest. Like some days I'm only writing half a page, but it's activated as fuck. Other days I'm just scribbling and scribbling and it's like three, four, six, 12 pages of whatever comes. But 
generally speaking, it'll be all of what I'm about to give you guys, or it'll just be some. So some of the things that you guys can try to do, or what I kind of do is obviously future forecasting is a huge one. So maybe choosing a date in like three months time, six months time, 12 months time, you know, today's the 13th of October, 2020. So I would write maybe, you know, 30th of, I mean, 13th of, I don't know, like Jan, 13th of June, whatever, 2021. And I'd write as if I'm writing a diary entry. So, oh my God, today was the best day ever. I got the call from Hay House. They have officially accepted me as a writer, you know, blah, 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 blah. So whatever it is that I'm manifesting. And the important thing, guys, with any of these sort of manifesting tools or techniques is that you do it with emotion. This is the thing that so many people miss is they're like, if I just write it, it'll be fine. But then the problem is that you write the same things over and over and over that they actually lose their emotional charge. And as I've said many Many times before, and probably even in my manifestation masterclass, your emotional charge is the important part. Your emotions are your magnet. Your emotions are your frequency. So if you're doing these future forecasting exercises with no emotion, you might as well not do them at all. So really make sure that you're feeling extremely connected to your vision. Okay. Now, Future forecasting, super amazing, right? And and you don't have to do it in a big diary format either. You can do it in like a thank you for, thank you for, thank you for, thank you for uh, kind of format. So like, thank you for my best-selling book. Thank you for an engaged and invested community. Thank you for growing community. Thank you for so many solar line students and clients. Thank you for the relationship of my dreams. Thank you for the extra $30,000 this month. Thank you for blah, 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 you know, and, and just do it in short form like that. So what I kind of do when I do the short, form is that naturally then turns into gratitudes or sometimes I'll even do it the other way around where I'll start with my current gratitude so like what am I really grateful for that's happened in the last 24 hours since my last entry right so a big one the first day obviously that I spoke to old mate papa on the waterfront was I'm so grateful and thankful to have made that connection with it because you reminded me so much of my own grandfather and you know it was just a really beautiful moment that I that I shared with this other human being like that was something to be so grateful for so no matter if it's something massive like like, you know, a, a beautiful moment like that or a big, you know, sale or a big whatever in your life or if it's something seemingly small like your fucking partner making the best coffee ever. Shout out, baby. You really do make the best coffee ever. You know, all of these things are equally important, fam, and they all bring about the frequency of gratitude, which allows you to tap into your desires, because when you are in this place of gratitude, you're able to actually manifest more because you are attracting more things to be grateful for. It's really simple. So even if you start nowhere, guys, start, I mean, if you, you know what I'm trying to say, even if you start like small, start with gratitude. It's super, super important. And it's an amazing sort of springboard for the rest. So Future forecasting is epic. Gratitude's are epic. Some other really cool ways to get into excuse me, journaling fam, is if you do oracle cards or if you work with tarot cards at all, is drawing one for the day. So I used to do this a lot, especially when I was in the States um, this year, which was kind of a bit of a hard time for me, to be honest. I really was relying a lot on, on guidance from Gus. And what I would do is I would draw a card for the day and I would look at the card and I'd tune into it and then I'd read the message and then I would journal around what that card represents for me. And normally card decks do come with like an exercise or something you can do for each card. So I would do that 
that as well. And that would really help me to just, yeah, tune into myself a little bit. Another thing that a lot of people find really helpful with journaling in the morning is what we call a brain dump. And it's literally taking pen to paper and writing down whatever comes. So not judging yourself at all, not filtering anything that comes, like literally just spewing out of your brain onto the piece of paper, just so that you're kind of clear. So I work with a lot of high achievers and a lot of uh, like very high end business people and people who run really massive companies, people who have massive net worths. And this for them is one of the greatest ways that they're able to really clear their minds and help them to make decisions that serve them. Because when your brain is just cluttered with crap and little things, you cannot be in the right state of mind to make clear decisions that are going to really have a positive impact on your future. So brain dumping is an amazing way to really tune into yeah, just having clarity. And also guys, when it comes to journaling, you can also just write about how you're feeling. You can also just, you know, tap into your energy for the day. You can write about the dream you had. You can write about, you know, things that are going on for you because my journal entries change so much. Like I try to always include something about the day that I'm about to have or the day that I had yesterday, because I want to look back at my journal entries and go, oh my God, I remember when that happened. And oh my gosh, like I can't wait to look back with my children and, you know, read over old journal entries and be like, oh my gosh, like I remember this, you know, I I really want for my kids to be able to see my journey and witness my journey and, and understand the, yeah, the steps and the journey and the process that it took for me to be the woman that is their mother, right? So for me, like I love just journaling as a whole and Tom will always say like, oh my God, you're like so good at journaling, you know, and I need to, I need to, I need to learn from you. And, I, and I'm just like, yeah, I think, I think it's just about unfiltering and just writing and just allowing whatever comes. So Another thing that I love to do in the mornings, fam, is breath work. Now, I don't know if I've spoken about them before on this podcast, but here goes. I fucking adore the O2 Awakening, now known as the O-Awakening. And they comprise, or this, you know, this company comprises of Hella and Lucas and Victoria. And I have been fortunate enough to meet them all in person before, um, some of them a couple of times and, you know, done done either private breathwork sessions with them or done workshops with them, with other people, with some of my clients, with some of my friends. And I will hands down recommend these people above anybody, like anywhere for any kind of deep transformational work. They are just so incredibly gifted and and authentic and and I just I just cannot sing their praises enough guys. And they have an amazing breathwork practice called the daily practice where you can actually learn how to do breathwork daily. Now the greatest thing about breathwork fam Obviously, if you guys want to find these homies, uh, just go have a look on Instagram. You can find them at the Awakening. I mean, yeah, yeah, the Awakening. That's what their their new name is. But basically, really, in like a nutshell and in Jackie's understanding, breathwork is this incredible way to release emotions, to release trauma, to release stagnant energy. You know, it doesn't need to sound all negative, like releasing trauma and stuff. Like, yes, fuck yes. It, It brings deep healing to so many people, guys. And I've been really fortunate in my breathwork experiences to have extremely interdimensional travels <laughs> where like I remember uh, the second to last time I did breathwork uh, was in Bali with Victoria. She came to teach at a retreat that um, I was also uh, tr- teaching at and there were about 12 of us and I just had this most incredible experience because I just got kind of shot up out of my body and I was surrounded by 12 light beings and they were powdered blue. They had no faces and I just kept saying to them, I was like, I'm ready for the next level. Like, let's go, let's go. And they kind of looked and when I say looked, they didn't really look because they didn't have faces. But, you know, they were like, 
oh, okay, you you want to play? Like they were kind of like testing me. They were like joking, like kind of elbowing each other. They're like, oh yeah, you ready? You want to play, huh? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Like let's lock and load. And I had this like sensation of like a seatbelt being plugged in and I just got shot up into the fucking galaxy. Like I was cosmo surfing, you guys. It was insane. But anyway, breath work is an amazing way to really tap into your inner presence and your inner peace and your inner your inner connection with God, with universe, with spirit. And with the the awakenings daily practice, I'm able to do that. It takes 10 minutes tops, fam. And one of the coolest things about breath work is that it can actually release DMT, which is dimethyltryptamine, also known as the spirit molecule. And I definitely think that that happens to me a ton when I do breath work. I don't know if like some people just excrete it. Um, like it's a, it's, it's a chemical that's made in our brain from our pineal gland, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if I just excrete it really easily, but like I swear I just hallucinate and I just get like super clear me messages and like such intense guidance so what I'll do after that is I'll go and I'll write it down and then I'll kind of when I say meditate on it I'll feel into it and I'll download it more and I'll dissect it and I'll really kind of understand how it applies to me and that's actually where you guys get a lot of your content from that you see from me is from my daily messages that I get from Gus so I kind of filter it down you know through the through the channel and then I I understand it for myself I embody it for myself and then when I feel ready I'll share it with everyone else too so that's an amazing amazing way. Again, I'll throw the info in the show notes, but the awakening, seriously, hands down recommend them. So yeah, the I suppose those are sort of some of the most basic things that I'll do in my daily activation. If I've got time, one of the things that I'm super committed to doing that I love is actually doing some spiritual study. P.S. I know that there was just such a contradiction where I was like, if I've got time, one of the things I'm super committed to doing. Um, but what I mean by that is if I've planned it out in terms of like, if I know, for example, my first client isn't until like 10 or my first training isn't until 10 or whatever that day, then I will absolutely do this. But yeah, it's spiritual study. So I am a serial book reader. I'm literally reading 12 books at the same time. Um, so what I love doing is reading a chapter of a book the night before when Tom and I are in our sort of wind down our, our evening ritual. Again, if you guys want an episode on that, let me know. And I'll highlight all of the parts that like really intrigue me or that hit home or whatever. And then what I'll do the next day is I will go over that chapter again and I'll literally write notes like with by hand in a separate book. I actually have like a spiritual study book where I've got all my notes from all of the bazillions of books that I've read. And that's how I get a lot of my knowledge and and things that I'm wanting to embody and then in the future teach, right? Because I mean, I say this a million times and this is such a big thing, guys, that I think everybody really, really needs to kind of take on board is do not go out and teach things before you've actually embodied them, right? So I'm, I'm just going to leave that at that. That's not what this podcast is about. But yeah, so I'll spend maybe half an hour spiritual studying and then, yeah, what I will do after that is I'll take my coffee that my gorgeous partner has made me and I will jump on a live with my light leadership community. So again, guys, like this is the first time that I turn my phone onto the outside world. So I won't um, actually even look at any notifications. I have it on do not disturb mode still. So all I do is jump straight into Facebook, jump straight into light leadership, copy and paste the title of the live that I'm doing. And I'll hang out with my community from, you know, for 20 to 30 minutes, really just sharing things that I'd learned that day, you know, maybe the daily 
message, just kind of hanging out, answering questions, because being a part of my community is my number one goal. Like I love hanging out with you guys and I love actually connecting. And that is the most important thing to me. So if you guys aren't already in my free Facebook group, make sure that you join. You can find it at Light Leadership. The link will be in the show notes as well. But I'm there live at least five times a week giving a shit ton of value and hanging out, answering questions. So make sure you're there, fam. And then, yeah, after that, I will generally start my day. So I'll jump into trainings that I'm teaching or I'll jump into private clients or I'll jump into program creation or content creation or whatever it is that I've got planned for that day. So pretty much to recap, guys, my daily activation always includes movement because moving your body is how you release stagnant energy. Moving your body is how you create a vacuum for new things to come, right? And obviously it feels fucking good. Obviously it's good to do for your health, right? So movement is always in there as like the top priority. Uh, connection time with Gus, whether that be through like meditation or whether that be through um, breath work. Obviously, mindset food is a big thing for me first thing in the morning. Manifesting is a big thing. You know, a lot of people will do the manifesting kind of sitting at home, you know, maybe writing things out or just visualizing, which again is like totally cool. But I recommend you trying it with music and movement. Like it is freaking magical, guys. And yeah, it'll always include again journaling. It'll include some sort of like future forecasting and it'll always include gratitudes and lots of love and hugs with my partner and obviously connection time and community with the light leadership fam as well so that is basically it in a nutshell fam what my daily activation is and I really hope that it helped you guys to to kind of see a little bit and yeah maybe kind of get some good ideas for yours as well. Now, I wanted to end this with three top tips or, you know, three three things that I really recommend in order to create a daily activation that really serves you. The first one, guys, is make it doable. Don't commit to a two-hour, three-hour daily activation just because I'm here telling you that that's what I do. Don't commit to doing a one-hour one if you know you've only got 20 minutes realistically. Don't commit to doing a 20-minute one if you know you can only get away from the kids for like five minutes, right? Actually make it doable and make it realistic because if you set yourself these massive goals and then you aren't able to complete them because life does get in the way, you're going to feel shit and that is not how you want to be starting your day. That is not the frequency you want to be embodying. So make sure that it's, yeah, actually doable. That's the first tip. The second tip is to choose what excites you, right? So really choose something that actually lifts you up, the activities or the things that you actually do within this daily activation. Make sure that they penetrate and activate the fuck out of your emotional magnets and remembering that your emotions are your frequency and that's the whole goal here is to get you feeling good by tapping into these different frequencies. Um, My beautiful past client and fucking best friend, soul sister Reno, Kayla Anderson, has an amazing way of, of kind of explaining this one and she says, choose something for your mind, your body and your soul and then she'd probably add something like you tasty snack. <laughs> so, That's a great way to remember it as well. Choose what excites you. Choose something amplifying for your mind, your body, and your soul, okay? And then the third one, guys, probably the most important, the third tip is to commit to it above all else. Even if it's just for seven days, challenge yourself for seven days to commit to a daily activation, no matter how crappy the weather is, no matter how much you've got on for that day. In fact, I commit harder on the days that I'm really busy than I do on the days that I'm super chilled because I know that at the end of the day, my people 
people need me to be in a fucking high vibration, right? And I don't mean that from a place of like scarcity in terms of like, ah, otherwise they won't love me. I just mean that's that's when I'm able to serve best, right? Is when I'm actually looking after myself. Because again, fam, remember, you teach the world and the universe how to treat you by the way that you treat yourself. So if you want people to commit to you and you want the universe to commit to you, start committing to yourself. If you guys love this podcast, please let me know, guys. Go ahead and take a screenshot, tag me in it, share it. If you really loved it, I would super appreciate a rate, a review and subscribe on iTunes or an Apple if you guys are there. But yeah, I would love to hear from you around what your morning rituals look like or your daily activations. And if you are going to take any of these tips and, and implement them into your own lives. So if you guys have got any questions about daily activations, please let me know as well. I am always here to help. I freaking love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your day. Love, light, and a high vibe, high five. Hey, light leader. Thank you so much for allowing me into your ear holes for that. If anything we spoke about today resonated with you in any way, I would truly love to hear from you. Make sure to grab a screenshot of this episode and tag me at Jackie Sue so I can connect deeper with you. Plus, if you loved what you learned here today, come and hang out with an entire community of light leaders over on Facebook. Access to my free Facebook group is in the show notes. That's all from me, homie. Love, light, and a high vibe high five.